Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium, baby. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. Happy Labor Day. Happy Monday. I hope you guys had an amazing week last week. Uh, I know that um, this weekend was an extended weekend for some of y'all. And it's going to be an even more amazing week this week. Because you're going to be challenged in ways that you might not want. But before we get into that, let's chat a little bit. Um... How was my week last week? You guys always say you want to know more about me. My late week last week was awesome. I got a hold of these melatonin gummies toward the end of the week. And when I tell you I've been asleep for the last two days, I've been asleep for the last two days. This week was, last week was uh, challenging, but it was also very abundant. Um, I saw a lot of things come into fruition for thyself and I am thankful I am grateful I embrace everything that finds its way to me and I'll allow myself to transmute or fully accept so (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah also last week um Oh, I gotta stop doing that. I was listening to my podcast episode last week and it annoyed the heck out of me how many times I was saying, um, 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 so we're a work in progress. You might hear me this week's episode be like, (laughs) sounding like Darwin. (laughs) Uh, this week we, oops. (laughs) This week, obviously, we're going to be getting into the first episode of harvesting, whether it's harvesting intentions, harvesting uh, your garden, your abundance, your emotions, whatever the case may be. We will also be doing some exercises i told you guys in the tarot segment we're gonna have more exercises so i will let you know because i know some of y'all like driving and y'all like listening to me when you drive this is a visualization exercise so if you are driving when we get to that segment you might have to pause it and wait till you ask us home because i don't need you closing your eyes um i educated myself this morning about labor day so labor day Uh, Happy Labor Day to everybody. 
thank you. I don't know what to say. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, mainly, I just know that, um, oops. Mainly, I just know that it is a symbolic meaning that the summer is over. And, uh, oops. The origins of Labor Day can be tracked back to the labor union movement of the late 19th century. The idea for a day dedicated to workers gained momentum in the United States during the late 1800s, particularly in response to the labor disputes and strikes. The Central Labor Union of New York City held the first Labor Day parade and celebration on September 5th, 1882, as a way to demonstrate strength and solidarity of labor organizations. Bullshit. Oregon was the first state to organize, oh, excuse me, to officially recognize Labor Day as a holiday in 1887, followed by other states. Okay. One way that we celebrate labor day with various activities events including parades picnics barbecues outdoor gatherings to mark the end of the summer you know you're not supposed to wear wine after labor day you're also not supposed to wear white after labor anyway we won't get into that right now so buckle up that's all i got for you for our intro this week buckle up get comfortable get your tea get your coffee get your kombucha put me up in the corner get me on the speaker whatever the case may be if you are driving do not relax pay attention if y'all got snapshots in your car you need to pay attention just listen don't laugh too hard keep your eyes open. laugh with your eyes open ah okay now let's get it this week astrologically speaking because you know we do that astrology first the it's going to be a little bit of a doozy but it all is dependent on how you are allowing yourself to address the situations the circumstances in your life okay so mercury in virgo which is retrograde we're going to start the week with mercury in virgo which is retrograde it's going to try and jupiter and taurus uh right before hours before jupiter goes retrograde okay this transit is going to suggest our harmonious alignment with Mercury. Uh, we know Mercury is the planet of communication and intellect. And in the practical sign of Virgo with Jupiter, the planet of expansion and abundance in the steadfast sign of Taurus can bring a period of clear and efficient communication. You may find it easier to express your ideas and plan with precision, which can lead to successful negotiation in business ventures, in your day-to-day -day life, in your family dynamic, whatever the case may be. So it is a favorable time for detailed planning and setting realistic goals. Remember, if we set unrealistic goals, we have to do unrealistic things to attain them when we see jupiter go retrograde in taurus um oops shit shit <laughs> 
Jupiter's influence focuses on material and financial matters. So this period is going to encourage us to reevaluate our values long term uh, related to wealth and security. It's going to be a time to reflect on your various financial strategies. Again, when we're talking long term and make adjustments where they are necessary, be cautious to not be overindulgent or extravagant during this transit, only stick to the necessities. When, uh, oops, shit. Okay, guys, we are, we're work, we're work in progress. I told you this fucking dick. I mean, fucking ovaries. I mean, fucking them days. Anyway, <laughs> reevaluating financial values. Uh, Jupiter in Taurus encourages us to take a closer look at our relationship with money and possession. It's going to prompt us to ask questions like, what do we truly value in terms of material wealth? Are our financial goals aligned with our core values? These are questions that we need to be asking ourselves during this transit. When we're talking about long-term goal setting, Taurus is known for its desire for stability and security. During this transit, you could find yourself pondering for long-term financial goals. Like, are you on the right path with financial security? Are there adjustments needed in your financial strategies to better your, to better or secure your future? Avoid spending excessively during this transit. Jupiter will always lead us to feel the need of extravagance or overindulgence. However, when it is retrograde, this is going to show us the opportunities that we have when it comes to impulsively spending and when it comes to the choices that we make financially. Be mindful of your spending and your savings. When we're talking about new ventures, uh, we want to do this. We want to do this cautiously. If your business or career involves financial decisions or investments, this transit suggests being cautious and thorough in your assessments. It's time to scrutinize potential opportunities before taking that leap of faith, really digging in and seeing if this is the right decision for me long-term. Taurus is going, the, the energy of Taurus is going to have us wanting or urging to build a solid foundation or stronger foundation. So remember, not all retrogrades aren't bad. They show us what we need to work on. So this is the opportunity for us to strengthen our financial foundation. And it may involve paying off debts or saving more or investing more wisely when we're talking about that long-term stability. Okay. It is an introspective period to reevaluate 
the realm of our financial situation and our material resources. Align your financial goals with your core values and make the adjustments to your strategies as they are needed. Okay. That, that's how we're starting off the week. We're starting off the week strong. We then have the sun in Virgo conjunct Mercury in Virgo. Remember, Mercury is retrograde. So this is going to amplify the analytical and intellectual qualities of Virgo. Okay. It's a time where your mind is sharp and focused on, on practical matters and you will start noticing the details more. And if you are able to notice the details more, you will allow and align yourself to communicate your thoughts more effectively. This is why I say not every retrograde is bad. There's some great transits supporting this Mercury retrograde that will align us to actually be better than we were before, bitch. This transit is an excellent time for us to organize, plan, and again, attend to the tasks that are requiring precision. Be mindful not to be overly analytical or nitpicky or just a biggity bitch about it. We're working on ourselves. We're work in progress, okay? Don't be a dumbass help. We then have the sun in Virgo trining Jupiter and Taurus which is retrograde. Uh, This aspect, uh, even in retrograde, is going to signify a time for growth and opportunity, especially, again, related to work, health, and personal developments. Great time to do your researches. Great time to expand your knowledge. Great time to pick up any educational goals that you may have even had or make um, improvements to your daily routine you have the resources and if you don't have them they will come to you effortlessly and flawlessly to support to support you through this okay we then have the moon in cancer sextiling mercury in virgo again which is retrograde The moon in Cancer is going to bring emotional sensitivity to the 10th power. And then we have the nurturing energy. And when it forms this sextile, it's going to enhance our ability to communicate with empathy and care. This transit is conducive to have heartfelt conversations, those tough conversations that we may not want to have, and to gain better understanding when we are talking about relationships, whether we need to continue to move forward in those relationships or we need to go separate ways in in our relationship. Remember, Venus just went direct toward the end of last week. We should be reevaluating the relationships that are closest to us. It was a tough time when Venus was retrograde. And now if we have done the work, if we have aligned or realigned 
but it's time to make those decisions. It's time to have those conversations. Uh, it's a great time when we're talking about expressing our emotions and addressing any sensitive issues. Um, but with a, excuse me, a, um, excuse me, with a practical and compassionate approach. Y'all, I'm a work in progress. I told y'all. So this episode might be hard for both of us, but we got this shit. We're all in this together. I don't know the words. So all in all, all in all, this week is dominated by a number of buoyant aspects between the sun, Mercury, the sun and Mercury in Virgo, as well as that Jupiter in Taurus. Uh, the summer holidays are over and it's time to get back to work. Luckily, the stars are here to help you achieve your goals and obtain success. Even though Monday is a day off for a lot of us, don't let this day's excellent communicative vibes go to waste. This is a productive time to make pitches, send off your resumes, draft business plans, or even catch up on work e emails. Wednesday is bursting with auspicious professional vibes and is an excellent time to brainstorm, do teamwork, get things done, or um, even spruce up around the home. Okay, Saturday control freaks out there you might be huffy and puffy until you get your way on sunday so make your escape by uh taking in a film or working on an artistic project project overall advice for the week um <sighs> this is a time for professional advancement this is a time for our financial investment. This is a time where we align with our goals and we take action, make those plans. My top astrological pick this week is not even Jupiter retrograde. It is on Friday that sun in Virgo trining Jupiter in Taurus, which Jupiter is retrograde. Uh, this is, this is, I would say this is like a 10, 10, 10 day friday is like a 10 10 10 across the board you know no, 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 no. anyway and that's anything that's related to our finances related to our career related to our goals dig into that transit i know uh, if you are in the discord server i will be digging into this transit and a lot of the people in my mentorship program they don't know it yet but the prompts that I created for them for the month of September, they have a lot to do with this transit. This is a transit that we don't want to miss, that we want to ensure that we are beginning to plant our seeds for the next harvest. So keep your eyes open and allow yourself to navigate through these transits this week effectively. And don't be a dumb bitch. <laughs> Don't be a dumb bitch. Turn, I had to turn the music down. That hoe was hollering. I will listen back to the segment. It was hollering. I had to turn her down. 
this week's crystal is blue chalcedony um i could not say this word um i could not say this for the longest time listen blue chalcedony blue chalcedony three for three blue chalcedony okay that's how you say that home uh, i'm just a messenger don't get mad at me blue chalcedony <laughs> that is our crystal of the week and as you know you can head over to my website or head over to crystal pisces studios which will be linked in the description box below of this episode and uh, it is the crystal of the week uh, you can get all of your blue calcedony over there i know she has bracelets she has pieces i think she has tumbles um so make sure you head over to crystalpiscesstudios.com or click the link in the description box so you can get your blue calcedony This week, I really wanted to focus on our upper three chakras. And again, it's just my opinion, bitch. You can do what the fuck you want. You're listening to my podcast. Don't forget. These are just my opinions, my suggestions, how I have analyzed and moved through this week, astrologically, energetically, with a theme. This week... I think we need to focus in on our third eye throat heart chakra. And what do you know? Blue calcedony is our third eye, our throat, and our heart chakra. Especially with these transits, with Mercury and with Jupiter all in Virgo and in Taurus, these earth signs. So that is why I chose that. A lot of y'all be asking, but why? Like, I don't. I just work here. Anywho's. The properties are motivation, purification, PTSD, psychic abilities, physical hearing, peace of mind, passion, nurturing, nourishing, rejuvenating, new beginnings, relaxation, meditation, mastering fears, lucid dreaming, longevity, living in the present moment, life path, wisdom, truth, trust, transformation, synchronicity, stress, leadership, spiritual awakening, soothing, Selflessness, self-discipline, resolution, anxiety relief, compassion, communication with higher realms, communication with guides, communication, calming and wholeness, calming and patience, bridging the spiritual and physical worlds, breaking addictions, consciousness, alignment with higher self, gentle self-expression, knowledge, joy, intuition, inspiration, inner vision, inner peace, growth, generosity, expanded awareness, enlightenment, empathy, emotional understanding, determination, decisiveness, and creating your own reality. All right, Crystal Council. I was like, I'm reading all these hoes. Like, this list is long. God, dog. But yeah, it's great. Anyway, Neptune is the planet. Zodiac sign, Aries, element water, and we see light blue, milky blue, blue. On the hardness scale, it is between a six and a half, seven. God, dog. So you guys know we're reading straight from Crystal Council. Uh, I love the information that they give when it comes to crystals, so that's why we do it. Blue chalcedony is a rare variety of chalcedony. It is a cryptocrystalline silicate mineral and a member of the quartz family. It occurs in large masses and formation. Wait, huh? It occurs in a large mass formations 
perfect for cutting, crafting, and tumbling. Chalcedony on the market today comes from one single region in Turkey. This area is to this area is believed to have been extracting blue chalcedony since 2500 BC. The word chalcedony itself is named after an ancient sea sport of Chalcedon, hmm, which is known as the city of Kadigalki. Hmm. The blue hue of the stone occurs because of the Tyndall effect, which is defined as light scattering by collided sized particles. The color can range from a light transparent blue to a solid blue or a sky blue. Blue chalcedony is a calmer of the emotional is the calmer of the emotional body and is here to help us communicate through our truest thoughts and ideas. This encourages deep discussion with ones you love which will not only strengthen your relationship, but also help awaken their emotional bodies and your emotional body as well. As one begins to self-reflect and begin their journey with blue chalcedony, they must first work to clear their mind and allow their heart to speak. During deep sleep meditation sessions, place this stone on your heart, throat, or third eye and allow the energies to resonate directly with that chakra. Y'all know I have my blue chalcedony ring. I love, love, love it. It is a game changer. Let me keep reading though. To calm your emotional body and help clear your mind, um... Any answer you have is perfect as long as you remind yourself of this constantly throughout this exercise with blue chalcedony. While rays submerged energies, huh? That we've grown to ignore and subconsciously avoid. Mm. Uh, when we're talking about... <laughs> blue chalcedony is also going to help you boost your confidence when it comes to communicating. When it comes to allowing yourself to speak with diction and uh, articulation confidence your confidence will begin to rise as you speak about yourself to yourself for yourself even creating kind of your own voice of reason that is our crystal of the week i love blue chalcedony for its communicative properties uh, i originally chose blue lace agate for this week's crystal but after talking with Miss Marley over at Crystal Pisces Studios, Blue Chalcedony was the crystal of choice, which is still fucking amazing for this week. Again, with all of these transits that we have going on, uh, with Mercury, with Taurus, with Virgo, it's going to be needed when we're talking about how we are communicating, how we are transforming. Remember, we are harvesting through our intentions. What crystal will you be using this week? Blue chalcedony or who?
As we know, the theme of this month is harvesting to prepare us for the harvest season. We're not just talking about physically harvesting, right? We're, we're also talking about emotional and mentally harvesting. We have to prepare for this next six months, right? When we harvest, we're preparing through spring, even the beginning of spring. So we have to prepare for the next six months, give or take, uh, with goods, with understanding, with intellectual seeds, foods, whatever, however that looks to you. Harvest serves as not just the actuality of harvesting, right? It serves as reaping the benefits of your labor. But it also serves as a powerful metaphor when we're talking about personal growth and manifestations. Just as farmers plant seeds and they nurture them and they eventually reap a bountiful harvest, individuals also should set intentions, nourish them through action and belief and ultimately manifest their desires for a, a bountiful harvest. For example, for example, Think of a person who sets an intention to improve their physical fitness. They start with an intention, which is the seed. They commit to a regular routine, uh, whether it's diet, exercise, that's nurturing the seed. Over time, they see results of their effort in the form to improve their health and it allows them and ensures them to keep nurturing that seed. And at the end, we are more fit, more healthy, and more aligned with our intention that we set with the initial seed, which is the harvest. I want to talk about that. Think about that metaphor. While we talk about it, think about that metaphor. So... If you guys took my moon, uh, my lunar magic class 101, uh, this is a great time with this new moon to begin this harvest cycle with intentions and how our magical timing and moon phases are aligned to better help us harvest. We could be harvesting every lunar cycle. It is dependent on the seeds that we plant. Another example, yes, I know that that was a great example, if I do say so myself, when we're talking about uh, exercising, right, and the cycles of harvest. Well, let's talk about the moon phases when we're talking about the cycles of harvest and what we can do in a singular lunar cycle to not only plant, nurture, but harvest the seed. Okay. Um, so for example, new moons are for setting intentions, planting those seeds, right? It's a new beginning. It's going to represent the start. They are ideal for setting intentions, symbolizing new beginnings. This is when we are calling toward us, 
right? Where we're manifesting. That's why we manifest on new moon because we're planting the seed. We set disciplines. We set routines. We align ourselves with our intended outcome or our harvest that we know will come. Imagine someone wanting to start a new career, um, a new or start a business or just start a new lifestyle. A new moon is a great time to set those intentions. It, it aligns with the energy of new opportunities and new beginnings throughout those when we're talking about the first quarter moon, right? That's when we are nurturing. We are nurturing our seeds, okay? Oh, we're talking about the full moon. Uh, the full moon it is a great time when it is fully illuminated and fully, fully, and it's brightest. This phase, a lot of people think that a full moon is when we should be harvesting. No, 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 no. Full moon, we're still nurturing. We're pulling the weeds. We have to remove we have to release what doesn't serve us. A full moon is like the time uh, is us still nurturing because we're pulling those weeds out. Okay. If someone sets intentions on attaining a new job and getting everything that they are seeking or whatever the case may be, a full moon will support that manifestation by you removing what doesn't serve you if you're trying to find a job where you work 40 hours a week that pays more but you are not aligned with that because you have two other jobs where you're working 80 hours a week you're not going to be able to bring toward you the full moon is there to assist you it's to weed out release correct correct the third quarter moon um, and that last tail of the moon before we get back to the new moon is when we should be harvesting. That is when we should be harvesting. That is when we will start seeing that our manifestations come to fruition. That's when we'll start seeing things change. That's when, again, if we are aligned, if we are disciplined, if we are pulling the weeds of our harvest, right? that's when we start seeing it come toward us okay so in reference to a lunar cycle that is how we can harvest i also have um i also have a harvest intention spells um spell excuse me um Bay leaves, bay leaves, bay leaves. You guys know I love me some bay leaves. I buy them hose in bulk. I buy them at a pound at a time. Okay. Um, bay leaves are associated with manifestation. And they amplify our intentions. And you can write upon them before you burn them. Obvi. You don't have to write on them. They are not only symbolizing release of those intentions into the universe but they're also going to clear and cleanse anything that is blocking you right a, a lot of um a lot of release spells you could say may have some bay leaf in it um 
because it, it's calling, but it's also pushing away. If that makes sense. If it don't make sense, then it's not for you. And I don't give a damn. Anyway, if someone's intention is to attract love into their life, they can write on the leaf, I am open to love. Burning it signifies the willingness to release this intention into the universe and trusting it will manifest. I always say we have to have that trust in the universe. If we don't have that trust in the universe, then what the fuck? Imagine a farmer, right? Imagine a farmer planting a seed of corn and every single day they go out there and they're hollering at that damn seed of corn. Are you ready yet? 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 That corner is going to be like, fuck no, bitch. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. I'll let you know when my ass is ready. It's the same with the universe. Stop hollering and asking the universe. When is it? Where is it coming? Where? Where is it? Is corn <laughs> universe pizzeria? All right, that was some of my first merch. If y'all have shout out, if y'all have the universe pizzeria shirts, and uh, you got that first batch of my merch, this was like two or three years ago. Post it on your Instagram and tag me, and I will I will do something for you. I'll give you a little something. Um, universe pizzeria. You order a pizza. You are very specific with what you want on your pizza. You need to be the same with your manifestations. Right? If you just want a pepperoni pizza, when you order it, you don't say, I want meat on it, red meat, meat that's round. You don't put any type of shit on there. Right? I want pepperoni pizza. You need to be Pacific, not Atlantic. Right, you order your pizza. You don't ask them hoes, is it done yet? Is it done yet? You don't call the delivery driver. Where you at? Where you at? When it hasn't even been, they told you thirty minutes, bitch. It's been seventeen minutes and six seconds. The fuck? You place the order. You go about your business, cause you know that it's coming. Why are you not doing the same with your dreams, your manifestations, the seeds that you are planting, your in your intentions? Okay. Clear quartz is also an amplifier that we can be using during this harvest season. I got clear quartz everywhere right now. I pulled my clear quartz to the front. I pulled my clear quartz to the front it's an amplifier it's gonna amplify any and everything that we are using it's going to man magnify excuse me the energy of intentions holding a clear quartz while performing a ritual or even being in a bath or intention setting or journaling it's like using a magnifying glass It'll make it more potent. 
so you can see it better, so you'll align better. You also have to, I think this is something we don't talk about enough. You gotta do what works for you, bitch. Stop letting any and everybody on these internets, me included, tell you what you need to do, how you need to do it, why you need to do it. Right? There's a difference when you are being guided by somebody versus somebody telling you you have to do it. You're focusing on not fucking up instead of letting that energy flow. Do what is comfortable with you. These are your seeds you're planting, bitch. Nobody else. Like, these are your fucking seeds. Who's about to tell you how to plant your seeds? Right? When we are planting these seeds during this harvest, well, during this season, right? During this harvest, what intentions are we going to prepare to set? What is it that needs to be done different? The stars are in our favor, so you don't have a fucking excuse. How are you aligning with your intentions, your growth, and the bountiful harvest? Emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, even financially. So this is going to be tarot seeds of intention. That's what I called this. And we're going to talk about the significance of tarot when we're trying to gain insight and guidance okay tarot readings tap into the collective unconscious or your unconscious and the intuitive realm allowing you to access deeper understanding of your thoughts emotions or even circumstances it's not about predicting the future with absolute certainty tarot provides a mirror to our inner world helping us gain clarity and perspective on a current situation challenge and potential pathways tarot cards are often seen as a bridge between the unconscious and the subconscious mind bringing hidden thoughts and desires to the surface making tarot a very valuable tool for introspection and self-discovery okay remember there's a difference between doing tarot and practicing tarot if you don't know we don't have time for that rant today if you do know heavy emphasis on it um i want you guys to start getting comfy and cozy uh, we're doing a visualization exercise and I told you that these tarot segments are going to be longer moving forward. My name is Witch Bitch Tarot and I have not been pouring enough energy into the tarot section or tarot section of this podcast because not for anything without tarot, y'all bitches wouldn't know me. 
I'm a multifaceted bitch. Without tarot, y'all would not know me. Well, most of y'all. So get comfortable. We're going to be doing a visualization exercise. Um, we're going to be pulling a single card for harvesting intentions. Um, we're going to be using the... Who is this? We're going to be using the Modern Witch Tarot deck. And we're going to be harvesting the wisdom of the deck to deepen our connection with this season and intention settings. I'm going to be drawing a single card that is encapsulating the energy of the listeners. Uh, excuse me, encapsulates the energy so that you listeners and those that are watching the live stream can gold can cultivate can cultivate your intentions during this harvest season this is going to serve as a symbol of guidance inspiration even offering a unique perspective on how to nurture and manifest your desires when it comes to aligning with the natural cycles of growth and harvest. This card today that we're going to draw is also going to connect us to the Arcopal energies of tarot and provide a meaningful message that resonates with our intentions for personal growth, abundance, confirmation birth, and manifestations during this season. Okay. Close your eyes. We're going to take a few deep breaths. We're going to take a few deep breaths. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. We're going to set a scene. We are in a lush garden. In the harvest season, surrounded by fall colors. Small flowers that are falling away false scents crunchy leaves we hear the wind it's crisp focus your intentions on this harvest focus in on your intentions card that jumped out is the queen of pentacles the queen of pentacles is sitting in a garden surrounded by roses 
beautiful crown on her head. She's in an orange dress with an orange background, holding an enormous pentacle. The Queen of Pentacles is fertility herself. All about her is abundant life, from the garden pastures to the vibrant roses. Desire is her motivation. This is signified by her opulent orange robe. She encourages growth and abundance. The deep red roses create a bower above her throne and the fruits of the earth grows at her side. A green mantle covers her head. The color of rich grasslands and a golden crown holds the mantle firmly in place, surrounded by mountains and streams. She lovingly gazes at her pentacle. The queen gently holds all the elements in balance. Her carved throne is replicant with fruits and animal. Cupid, the impetuous child of love, looks lovingly at the queen of pentacles from the back of the throne. Nestled and half hidden in grass is a young hare, white, the springtime symbol of fertility. This is the card of a woman who resonates with the great mother. Those people who adore nature and nurture life on earth. If used as a signifier, the queen of pentacles should represent a woman with dark hair, eyes, and complexion. The queen of pentacles is generous, kind, and nurturing. Trustworthy, also practical by nature. Someone who install, instills security in your life, a great soul. She is always willing to help another person. Intelligent and wise, this queen rules the material aspects of life. Her special areas of interest are agriculture, animals, and science. This card can also refer to rich benefactors, possibly in our own family. The queen is a person who adores splendor in all things, who is happiest at her home rather than living in a city. This woman always attracts wealth to her door, along with rabbits, birds, and other animals. 
even kindred spirits. I want you to take a moment to reflect on this card's message and its resonance with your intentions. How does this card's energy relate to your intentions? How might you use it to nurture your intentions as they grow? Remember, this is to help us with introspection, with guidance. If you don't feel this is resonating with you, what or aligning with you, I should say. What is it that needs to take place for it to flow seamlessly? What is it when it comes to the intentions of your journey that you need to reevaluate? Take a few deep breaths. Thank you guys for joining you know that i could not do this without you and i wouldn't want to make sure you head over to witchbitchtarot.com so you can see everything that i have to offer september classes are now available and we still have slots open for the mentorship program so check it out thank you thank you thank you as you know hoes will be hoes Bitches will be bitches. But you never really know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which? And no, motherfucker, I do not sell owls, so stop fucking asking. Bye.